Welcome to the Crushing on Life podcast. I'm your host, Emma T. Fink. Managing your time can seem impossible, especially in this day and age. We all have a million things on our plate. I'm here to help you bring some order to it all. Each week, I'll be delivering you actionable tips that you can take to help manage your time, prioritize your tasks, and still take care of yourself. Before you know it, you'll be crushing on your life. Hi there, and welcome to episode three of the Crushing On Life podcast. Did you know that the average adult makes roughly 35,000 decisions per day? No wonder our endless lists of to-dos can seem so overwhelming. There's this thing called decision fatigue, where you have too many choices to pick from that you choose nothing at all, or you become exhausted from all the decisions you have to make in a day. One thing that can mitigate or prevent decision fatigue is creating habits. Habits are something that you do on autopilot, like brushing your teeth or making your favorite breakfast. Habits can limit the decision fatigue you might experience because it takes the decision out of it. You don't have to think about anything, you just do it. Today, I've got some ideas for daily habits that you can incorporate into your life. These are specifically wellness-based habits, and they can make your life better without you having to think about it. Now, keep in mind that habits take roughly 21 days to form, so these will take a little bit to get used to. But once you get used to them, you can just do them on autopilot and not have to make a decision about it. Today, I have 15 habit ideas. These are just to get your mind flowing, maybe some food for thought. You don't have to incorporate all of these. In fact, don't incorporate all of these, especially at one time. These are just some ideas to help get your thoughts moving and think about things that you can streamline in your life so that you're not making so many decisions and you can spend that energy on other things. The first habit is to wake up at the same time every day. It doesn't have to be super early, you don't have to be one of the 5 a.m. crew, but waking up at the same time every day is a great foundation for a morning routine, and it helps your biological clock get rewired so that it'll naturally wake up at the same time every day instead of waking up to your alarm and being annoyed that it's going off. Also, if you're trying to create a morning routine, then if you wake up at the same time every day, then you know you have X amount of time to work with, and then you can decide what you wanna put into that morning routine to be most effective. Similarly, the second habit is to go to bed at the same time every day. This will help you get enough sleep for your consistent wake-up time. Remember, you should be getting at least seven hours of sleep. And also, as you're doing things during the night, it gives your brain a hard stop. So it'll tell you, this is the cutoff point. I can't do any more work right now. I need to go to bed. And so that will help prep your brain for a good night's sleep. These two will probably be a little hard to build, especially if you're used to staying up late and waking up whenever you feel like it, because you've already trained your brain that even if you have tried a hard stop in the past, that it's not actually a hard stop and you can actually keep doing things past it. And so you have to retrain your brain to be like, okay, this is the time I said I was going to go to bed. So now it's bedtime. Number three is to work out. Even if it's just a 15-minute workout, moving your body every day makes you feel better. Get some sun, go for a walk, play Just Dance. That, honestly, if you do that all out, that's a really hard workout because you're just, it's cardio for the entire time. My family and I did it to celebrate my sister's birthday, and not only did we get a really good workout, but we were giggling, like, the entire time because of how ridiculous some of the dance moves are, but it's a fun workout. 
The most important thing for staying consistent with working out is finding something that you enjoy doing. You don't have to do all of the stereotypical move your body things. You need to find something that actually makes you excited to work out. So whether that's dancing, whether that's running, walking, biking, kayaking, whatever you want to do, just make sure that you enjoy doing it. Number four is a skincare routine. This sounds a little bit silly coupled in with waking up at the same time and going to bed at the same time, but it keeps your skin clear and healthy and it gives you something to do to pamper yourself every day. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It can just be washing your face and throwing on some moisturizer, but it makes you feel clean, especially if you don't plan on taking a shower in the morning. And it can also help wake you up because you're splashing your face with water. And I guarantee that once you see that acne start to go away, you're gonna feel great. If you're interested in starting a skincare routine but you don't really know where to start and you see that some of the skincare brands are astronomically expensive, I'm gonna link an affordable skincare brand called The Ordinary in the show notes. They have really affordable products. I'm talking $15 or under, and I really enjoy them. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes for you to check out. The fifth habit is to tidy up. This isn't a clean, you don't have to get any cleaning products out, just tidy it. Make your space a tad more presentable. One thing that I like to do a lot is fold my couch blanket. I use a blanket when I'm on the couch a lot, and so I like to fold that and make my couch look nice. I like to clean up the pet toys that my cats inevitably leave throughout the house. I like to clear off my dining table because I throw my mail on there a lot. So just little things that make your place look nicer and that will stop bugging you and it'll clear your head so you can focus on other things. I'm not sure exactly who came up with this rule, but it's called the one minute rule, which is basically if it'll take you a minute or under to do, just do it now. There's really no use in putting it off. If you have to take your shoes from your front door to your closet, that'll take you less than a minute. Just do it and then your entryway will be clearer and you will feel better. Habit number six is to journal or say affirmations. Talking to yourself in a positive manner or writing it down improves your inner monologue and will eventually end up decreasing negative talk. So whether that looks like saying affirmations in front of a mirror or word vomiting your thoughts onto paper or into a voice app, it helps to visualize how you're actually feeling. And it also helps to change your mindset about yourself and maybe other people or any other things that are going on in your life. So it's helpful to kind of take stock of what's going on in your mind and be able to actually look at it. Habit number seven is to make your bed. This one sounds so stupid and so trivial, but honestly, it's kind of a game changer because it helps you accomplish something right when you wake up, even if it's just making your bed look nice. And honestly, it can help set you up for success for the rest of your day because you're starting your day off on the right foot. It also makes your bedroom look nicer because I personally have some decorative pillows that I like to put on my bed that make it look all nice and fancy and like I'm a real adult. And so taking those pillows off the floor and putting them back on the bed where they belong makes my bedroom look nicer. And also you're less likely to get back into bed if you make it. And then in order to get back into bed, you have to ruin the bed that you just made. It's kind of a weird psychology thing but it's surprising how well it actually works. 
Also, if you're a person whose partner doesn't understand why you have decorative pillows, you can tell them that it makes your bed look nicer and it helps make you less likely to go back to bed. So ha, function and fashion. Habit number eight is to make an awesome playlist for your commute. It helps to pump you up for the day, whether you're on the way home or on the way there. We love jamming to our favorite songs. Music is a mood changer and it can really make or break your mood depending on what songs you have on the playlist. I have a playlist called Hype for this. If you're interested, I will link it in the show notes, but those are the songs that help pump me up for my commute, for when I'm cleaning. It's a multi-purpose playlist. I even use that playlist sometimes during my showers because I really don't want to take a shower sometimes and turning on that playlist not only makes me actually want to take a shower, but it makes me like dance while I'm taking a shower. So it even makes the shower enjoyable for me. It's pretty cool. Again, I'll link to mine in the show notes if you need some ideas for songs that make me happy. Habit number nine is to eat breakfast. People skip breakfast all the time. I was notorious for doing this in high school and college. I did not think it was important. I valued sleep way more than breakfast, but it literally breaks your fast that you were having during the night. Typically, if you eat dinner around six, then you wake up at six, you haven't eaten in about 12 hours. So you need to eat something and you need to eat something that is gonna give you nice sustained energy for your day. So that could look like a breakfast smoothie, which is my personal favorite. You can have eggs, you can have oats, just make sure that it's something energizing. This does rule out most cereals, sorry not sorry, cereals not that good for you. I'll also link a video in the show notes for some smoothie recipe inspiration, just in case you don't know exactly what goes into a smoothie or what it needs to give you some sustained energy. Number 10 is to take some time for yourself. Preferably without a screen, but I mean also some things for yourself involve a screen, which is okay. Like a lot of the time that I take for myself involves playing Animal Crossing or writing, and both of those involve a screen. But if you can, maybe meditate, read, journal, go outside, smell the roses, do something that doesn't involve a screen, but make sure it is just with you. You can do things that make you happy, with other people, but also make sure to take time just for yourself. If you live in a busy household, then this time is time to be away from the chaos. If you have kids and you live with a partner, then work out a schedule with your partner so that you can both take time for yourselves and both take time with your kids. It's a balancing act and it's probably gonna be really hard to get into the habit, especially if you're used to being busy all the time, but it's gonna be really important and you're gonna be really thankful that you have that time. If you can't find any other time to take time for yourself, then try waking up a little bit earlier. It might not be the most fun thing in the world at first, but if you really cherish your time for yourself, then it'll be worth it in the long run. Habit number 11 is to take a lunch break. Don't just work through lunch. I know you're guilty of it, maybe not every day, but I know that it's a habit for a lot of people who work corporate jobs to work through lunch. Don't do that. Take that hour to walk, enjoy your meal, read. Maybe that could be your me time. If you can't find any other time during a day and you don't wanna wake up early, use your lunch break as your time for yourself. 
especially with this COVID-19 crisis happening right now, a lot of us are working from home. And so you're in the same place for the entire day, every day. So take your lunch break to get outside if you can, or at least crack a window or go on a balcony or a porch or a patio. Do something to get up and out of your seat so that you're not just sitting at the same place all day, every day. And then it'll help you feel refreshed and ready to go back to work in the afternoon. If a lot of your coworkers also work through lunch, encourage them to also take their lunch break seriously. And if they don't want to, then it might be a little weird trying to take a lunch break when everyone else is just working still, but you need to stand your ground. Your health and your well-being has to come first, and I guarantee that you will be a better employee if you actually take that break in the middle of the day to enjoy lunch and breathe. Habit number 12 is to spend time with a loved one, whether this is in person or FaceTime. I've especially been making this a daily habit recently because I live alone and the COVID-19 crisis is happening, so I can't really go anywhere. You can watch a TV show with them. You can play a game. You can just talk. I just talk to my parents a lot. I'll call them at random times and we'll just FaceTime. They show me their new puppy. I show them what I made for dinner. It's just a way for us to keep in touch. It helps me make sure that I am maintaining the relationships in my life, even though I'm trying to take care of myself. Something that my family and I have been doing a lot recently is playing Animal Crossing. My mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and I all have it, and we have a lot of fun going to each other's islands and just hanging out. It's a super fun thing that we can all do together, and it's really been making this quarantine a lot easier, especially for me. I talked about this Netflix Chrome extension in a previous episode, but I wanted to mention it again because it's so useful. I think it's called Netflix Party, but it lets you have a little chat going and all your friends can watch one Netflix show or movie together and you can chat in the little chat log next to it. And it's kind of a fun way to hang out when you can't really hang out in person. So I will link to that in the show notes. Habit number 13 is to shut down 30 minutes before bed, meaning your electronics. So any type of screen that you're looking at you should shut it down at least 30 minutes before you go to bed because the blue light that is in screens can delay the release of melatonin, which will decrease the quality of your sleep. And it's better to read if you're going to read before bed, not on a screen. If you can, I have a Kindle Paperwhite, which doesn't have a screen, which is awesome. So if you're going to read before bed, use a physical book or an e-reader like that that doesn't have blue light coming at you. Along these same lines, you can invest in blue light blocking glasses in order to not have the light affect you as much so that you'll get even better sleep than you were before the blue light blockers. You're also going to be amazed at how much easier it is to fall asleep when you shut down 30 minutes before you go to bed. This can be part of your night routine that you're forming so that you can have a good morning routine and go to bed at the same time every day. Habit number 14 is to read. This can be fiction or nonfiction, and even if you just read a couple pages a day, that's still something. Uh, Personal development can be a good choice, but honestly, it's just something to help you fall asleep or at the very least calm down. It's something that doesn't involve you looking at a screen typically, and it can help take your mind off of the day, and it can also help you, depending on what you're reading, learn a little bit about something that you're interested in, or potentially help you develop in your personal life or your career. And habit number 15 
is to strive for progress, not perfection. This isn't really a habit as much as it is a mindset shift, but I still thought it was really important because it's really, really important to get this down because perfection is unattainable. It's not a thing that exists. Even if you form these habits, there's probably going to be days where you don't do them. Like you might not eat a healthy breakfast every day, or you might have to work through lunch someday. But the most important thing is that you're striving to be better than you were yesterday. I've said this before, and I will say it again. The only person that you are actively competing with is yourself. This is something that journaling could potentially help with. You can write down all of your successes and things you want to improve on in your journal, and then you can maybe look back and see how far you've come. It's nice to get an actual visual on all of the things that you've accomplished because sometimes you can forget all of the things you've done because you're just thinking about things you've recently failed at or the things that you didn't get done. And those are my 15 ideas for habits that you could potentially form. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, don't try to do these all at once because it's a lot to just throw at yourself all at once and you're probably not going to pick up any of them. So maybe pick one or two and try to start doing those. Like start with the bedtime ones. Start with going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time. Then maybe gradually add more and more. And you don't even have to do all of these if you don't think that they're gonna work for you. Remember, you have to do the things that work for you, not necessarily the things that work for your favorite Instagrammer or YouTuber, etc. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss an upload. I will be posting content every Monday. Also, feel free to share this episode out on social media if you think people can benefit from it. And don't forget to tag me at Emma T. Fink. If you're listening while you're on your run or on a commute, let me know. I want to know where you're listening from. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Crushing on Life podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and all other episodes at emmatfink.com slash podcast. If you're new here, please consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode. Until next time, keep working toward a life you can crush on.